On today's episode of The Glue Guys, we will discuss the Brooklyn Nets signing Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley to join the rest of the replace Nets in the Orlando bubble. It's going to be huge. Welcome back to the Glue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Yeah, it's okay. Check us out on Twitter at BKGlueGuysNetsDaily.com. The Athletic. Get 40% off an annual subscription to The Athletic. TheAthletic.com slash Glue Guys. Five stars we want and we need and we have to have them. Brian. Michael. Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley are back. Finally. How are you? Where they belong. Um, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> they do belong. They really do. It's been too long. Um, I'm glad. Uh, that Jamal Crawford is about to have a legendary cup of coffee. Cup of piping hot Java <laughs> with your Brooklyn Nets in Epcot Center. It, a coronas, a coronavirus cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, that Be- Beasley's having butterbeer. Jamal's Stop having with your butterbeer. They don't have butterbeer <laughs> at Disney. Gonna have some butterbeer. They're gonna import the butterbeer. They have good. blue milk though at the at the Star Wars facility. There's the Star nice. Wars theme park. They have the blue milk, of course. You have to have the blue Smart. milk. Brian, Michael, let's not bury the lead here. No, keep going. So totally crazy. Uh, Twenty four hours in Nets world. Uh, we had been a little backstory here. So the Nets have continually have had players either contract coronavirus or decide not to go to Orlando. And because they've decided not to go to Orlando or have been medically knocked out from going to Orlando. The Nets have continued to have a growing number of roster spots of which to sign players to fill out the rest of the team. And you and I, we're simple men. We were debating like Justin Anderson, um, Jeremiah Martin, um, just just simple folk of the G League sort. We, you know, we jokingly said Boogie Cousins. But the move that Sean Marks made I think Sean Marks is still running the team. Oh, yeah. The move that Sean Marks <laughs> that's, made. That's a good question, because this does feel like someone from Nets Twitter is running the team currently. <laughs> you mean at KD Trey 5? Yeah. On yeah. Nets Twitter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, signed Jamal Crawford, and then very soon thereafter, we got word that Michael Beasley was nearing a deal with the team and has now officially signed. Um, just with pure vibes, Brian. What are your thoughts about I love it. the craw daddy and so the bees dog? It's um, I'm just trying to think of like what, what names would have been like, <clears throat> cause you can go two routes, right? You can go like, Oh, we're playing all of our, you know, developmental talents, or you could go full meme, full blown meme team, <laughs> which is not full blown yet because it is missing. As you mentioned, uh, boogie, um, trying to think of any other J.R. Smith got picked Smith up by the Lakers, got, and that, yeah. that would have been the guy. That would have been it. That would have completed. And you made fun of me about wanting J.R. Smith. And is truly J.R. Smith all that different from Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley? And I don't mean that as a negative. I mean, they're in a certain class of NBA player that older, um, can maybe only really do one thing, doesn't really fit into the framework <laughs> of a team. I... I don't. I didn't make fun. I didn't make fun of you because you always talk about J.R. Smith. It's because for you, J.R. Smith is like 
head and shoulders more interesting than either of those two guys. And for me, I you you said it correctly. They're all in the same plateau of like a guy. Phyla. <laughs> Phyla, yes. Of guy you probably don't need need on. Uh, but I mean, like this, if the Shams uh, article is to, be, is to be taken at face value and, you know, far be it for me to say that it shouldn't. Um, apparently this is a, an elaborate tryout for next year's Kyrie and Kevin Durant led, um, championship run, um, for, for your boys, Jamal and Michael Beasley to, you know, maybe have a, have a, a seat on the bench there. Um, I guess that's a thing. I guess that makes sense. I will say I was looking at Michael Beasley's numbers. Uh, they're not bad for he's 30. <laughs> he's young ish still. Uh, and like, he just, season before last he had like his best statistical year like just across the board shot like really good percentages and you know put out some some decent numbers he had like 13 points per game on um like 50 40 and 80 shooting so i mean that's pretty good for a bench player yeah so i think there's two separate ways to kind of think about this one way is like the basketball sense and then two is like how do these decisions were made and yeah you're right from the basketball sense like beasley isn't bad not that Jamal Crawford is really bad, but Beasley was like pretty good with the Lakers in the role that he was in. He wasn't uh, a, a complete like downturn in terms of like what he was giving the Lakers. That per- Jamal Crawford has he's 40 years old. It is crazy. It's just crazy. The Nets signed a 40 year old Jamal Crawford to play a grand total of 12 games in a situation where. I think the number one goal for the Nets, if it's not tanking, which I don't know anymore what whether tanking is on the table or off the table, but if it's not tanking, to me, the goal for the Nets should be like, what's Karis LeVert's ceiling? How good is Jared Allen, really? Let's give him full run Jared Allen because he's going to have no one blocking his way. And like, okay, Joe Harris, we always knew how good Joe Harris was going to be, but it basically is all going to be about Karis LeVert in Orlando. Jamal Crawford as much as I love the man. And it was delightful to see how many NBA players in the league, Chris Paul immediately like congratulated Jamal Crawford on playing for the Nets. Uh, JJ Redick immediately came out. It's like, it's very rare that a veteran signs with the team and like the entire NBPA comes out in support of that move. And that's what happened with Jamal Crawford. But Jamal Crawford isn't that man who is going to help us find out who Karis LeVert is. Jamal Crawford is a unique talent and his talent is scoring the basketball, but almost doing like nothing else for the team. And he's 40 years old. We shouldn't be sending a 40 year old man to Orlando, <laughs> Brian. I'm not even focused on Jamal Crawford. I really just want to talk about your boy, Michael Beasley, a <laughs> per 36 minute savant last year. Okay, Mike. Um, last year was like pro- his actual best per 36. So season, with the exception arguably. of his, is abysmal, grotesque 17% from the three-point line, which is a way... Well, I guess it's not that much of an aberration. He's had some weird all-over-the-map shooting from from three. Um, in his best years, 41. In his worst year, 17. So, you know, take that with a big grain of salt, I guess. But look, I mean, 23.5 points per game, Mike, per 36 last year. You know, he's just been trending upwards and upwards as his minutes have been trending downwards. So... You know, there's something to be said for less minutes, more efficiency, Mike. Okay. There's something to be said for that. It's so as Brian and I are recording this right now, it's 4 40 PM Eastern standard time. 
I guess Sean Marks is now updating Nets media. So we're getting a flood of tweets from Alex Schiffer and Brian Lewis and net income on the Nets daily Twitter account. And here's a couple of quotes, and I'm sure we'll continue to reference them throughout. Sean Marks does confirm, and if you didn't know this, you will probably know it by the time you hear this, obviously but because I'm saying it. Uh, Beasley will have to serve a five-game suspension yeah, because he previously failed a drug test. Now, that was bouncing around on Nets Twitter last night because of Bobby Marks, and he was like saying, hey, uh, he will have to do this. Just to remind you, Brian, uh, there's only eight games in Orlando that are guaranteed to the Nets, and he's not going to be playing in a majority of those eight Save games. Even for is- the playoffs. Come on, we got to protect that man for the playoffs. <laughs> Dude, it is so me? crazy. Someone, I guess, asked Sean Marks whether, in fact, Kevin Durant did recruit or help in the recruitment of Michael Beasley. And Marks says that Durant was not involved in that recruitment. Why that is crucial is because, from what we understand, um, KD and Michael Beasley are very close to together. And this is what Sean Marks had to say. I don't think it's fair to call Kevin on every single thing we do. It's well documented. These two are close. But we're looking at best available and talent. Michael is certainly that. Michael Beasley is certainly that. Dude, I don't know. You know, I have I have questioned Sean Marks's um verisimilitude. What's that word? Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> um I uh, he <laughs> there is no way this move was made in a vacuum. Well, I love what's, Michael Beasley. What's the Beasley. point of appeasing Kevin Durant? He's already on the team. He's he's appeased. He's been peased. Oh, Brian, how naive of you. <laughs> the, people like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have to continue if to you, be appeased. If you give a mouse a cookie, is that the argument you're, you're making? I, th- I kind of think every yeah. person, you know, every if you're in a marriage, you can't just get married, give a big ring and say, good, you know, don't put in the effort. Sean Marks is trying to have a good marriage with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And he's continuing this, to, this, this, to, to feed buy the beast. To get them other humans that they like involved. Um, you can't just go to Zales once, Brian. You got to keep going every, you're going every back. few years. You're going back. To get the diamonds. I understand. I understand. To you, get, get, those, I like, get those bracelets. Get yeah, those charm bracelets. I, I feel like your life is headed towards uncut gems in no time, Mike. That's the, <laughs> amount, of, the amount of jewelry you're on the hook for. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess so. I don't know. What is what is the point of it's just because they're so they're friends? I think I mean like so Kevin Durant is friends with you know some of the best basketball players in the world. You know, um, there's a lot of them. I know everyone's friends with Kevin Durant. You know, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I'm playing devil's me, advocate here. Do you really think that this yeah. is like a straight up like you know hope hope you like your present, Kevin? <laughs> like, here's uh, Michael here, here here's the the mound of evidence that I have leading up into this moment. Is that, uh, and I talked to Ian Begley about this on Twitter. I mean, I messaged him and he's messaged me back. Um, You know, we had believed for a long time. Karan Butler said like seven months ago now that there is a flight of guys that he understands are going to be coming to Brooklyn to join up with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving because they're friends with at least Kevin Durant. So like there's like a group of guys. (laughs) And we've always been trying to figure out those. Yeah, I know, right? Those friends of Kevin, those Fox, right? Those Fox, which is uh, net income. I, I credit him for that um, usage of word. So we've been we're figuring, trying to figure out who that was. And and then Ian Begley throws gasoline on the Kevin Durant friend's fire, which is by saying that a respected veteran and a young and talented player 
are expected to sign with the Nets in the offseason, though he wouldn't name names. So I asked Ian Begley on Twitter, uh, and I appreciate his response and his engagement. I asked him specifically whether Jamal Crawford or Michael Beasley were either of the two respected veterans that he had discussed. And he said, no, <laughs> those are not either of the two guys that wow. he had already heard about. So more there's respected another, veterans out there. My God. There, there are even more. Wow. Um, wow. Even more respected uh, than Michael Beasley. That's unbelievable. No, no, no. The, 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 even more guys out there. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No one's more respected <laughs> than Michael Beasley. So, yeah. so okay. So, okay. We, we had gotten reports previously that, like, free agents were going to join this team because of their relationship with Kevin Durant. Uh, we have gotten consistent reports along the way that more veterans are going to join this team. We've seen Marks shift more away from, this makes sense, but shift away from the Spencer Dinwiddie's, Joe Harris's of the world and more move more towards like even a Timothy Luello Cabarro is a more elevated plane than where Joe Harris was, you know, when Joe Harris became a Brooklyn net hmm. uh, and TLC was a former first round pick. You know, he, he had got minutes in the league where Joe really wasn't getting any minutes. So like they were moving the end of the roster. Wilson Chandler assigned that's moving more your roster at the end of it towards respected veteran territory. Now, Marks has this opportunity to have a mini free agency spending spree at the end of the season here in Orlando, and he chooses a 40-year-old guard and a 31-year-old ball-consuming forward who doesn't shoot threes. He, he he doesn't really do any of the things that you'd kind of really want a guy to do in your He does. It's system. just every other year he does. Every yeah. other year. Every other year. I just, it to me, it's... It's completely wild, these signings. You don't, I don't like you don't like these. Come on, it just says. Like, I don't think they're bad. I just think they're <laughs> wild. It yeah, is, it's crazy. Um, it's it be because again, Beasley won't even play in five games. He's gonna have to. He's going to Orlando to quarantine in a team hotel, team hotel to then not play basketball games. You, you know what I, I think about when I like when I really think about these types of signings. Let's say Michael Beasley and Jamal Crawford more Michael Beasley than Jamal. But let's say Jamal Crawford's around for next season too. I think that the reality of, of what you're saying is kind of true too, because like <clears throat> you imagine, I'm just thinking about the last dance and watching Michael Jordan, Scotty um, and Ron Harper play cards in the back of the bus, you know, yes. like $10,000 hands and things like that. Um, KD and Kyrie need more guys to be part of the $10,000 hand part of the, part of the bus ride. You know, they don't have <laughs> currently, they don't have that squad. Not to say that, like, you know, there's they like people, have, they people have are being financially more taken than care enough of. to play a, a dynamic game of Dungeons and Dragons. They've Garrett <laughs> Temple stakes. and DeAndre Jordan. Now they have Jamal Crawford. Michael, no, they have there's there's a, you cannot stay a cake pop group. <laughs> I think it's like a different um, like the salty old man poker game vibe needs to be a little bit more. I mean, we have the Dungeons and Dragons squad, right? Like Spencer is probably the dungeon master. Um, I don't know. Jared Who's, Allen. Jared, certainly. <laughs> no, sorry. Missed, yeah. No, yeah. I well, It's hard because Jared Allen would find it very hard not to want to be like dressing up in full mage garb. Um, <laughs> when the game's going on. So maybe he's not dungeon master. I don't know. I haven't been there. I haven't seen these games live, but I'm just saying there is a like, let's play guitar hero vibe on this team. And <laughs> Michael Beasley brings in a whole different dynamic, you know, much more like a, you know, a cigar smoking, uh, cigar, yeah. <laughs> cigar, a cigar, a cigar, smoking, a different maker's mark, neat kind of, <laughs> kind of energy that this, that this team's needing, you know, to a certain extent. 
I mean, I'm going with a pretty I, qualitative argument here to support a lot of what you're saying. Right, Mike? I'm on. You're you're convincing me of something. If you've been a listener of the show, you have heard me tell you time and time again, but I will tell you this time over. On average, it takes people to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. So that's basically a month. And if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, maybe even a tablet, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan with Roman there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED, go to getroman.com slash glue for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash glue for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. All right. Here's the positive, okay, is that the Nets are way more fun with Michael Beasley and Jamal Crawford than they would be with Justin Anderson and... Name any like backup guard that's in the G League right now that they could possibly sign. It is it is fun, the fact that they have Beasley and Jamal Crawford on the floor. I just think like I don't know what the message that they're truly trying to send. Now Sham Sharania reported it this way: is that this is basically a tryout for whether these guys are going to be good enough or what type of level they're at to make the roster next season. You know because Kevin Durant will be back and. We hope Kyrie Irving will be back and the Nets will be full go. Maybe they'll make a trade to add a third superstar to that roster. So they're going to have to obviously fill up the team with a bunch of other veterans. And I got to say, like, you're right. Like Michael Beasley, very worthy of a shot, like very worthy of continuing to be playing in the NBA. He was productive with the Lakers. He can do a thing. And the thing that he can do is score for mid range, which is a, a thing that is valued that much anymore. Jamal Crawford is extremely lovable. There's a cult built up around Jamal Crawford because of his career. Mr. Six Man, Man Off the Bench, Mr. Instant Offense, all of that. But to me, it's insane. They're bringing in a 40-year-old ball-dominant guard who could never play with Kyrie. Like, there's no scenario where Jamal Crawford will ever play with Kyrie Irving. And he is, but yet they're bringing him in to try to play with Karis LeVert. You know, there had to have been someone out there who better fits this team. And the person I feel bad for is our buddy Jacques Vaughn, Brian. How, how, how can, how can Mr. Vaughn even try to have representative audition with this insane roster he's bringing? I mean, Karis has never been off a ball guy, so he's going to continue to be ball dominant. Beasley, not not helpful unless he has the ball. Jamal Crawford, not helpful unless he has the ball. Joe Harris really can only shoot threes. He can drive to the hoop a bit, and we we have seen it. And it's it's not a, it's it's a sort of undiscovered thing about him. But so much of this team, they really need a good point guard, and we've chosen Jamal Crawford, and he's not a point guard. That's just not his vibe, bro. Uh, well, it's so crazy. Um, we've really chosen Tyler Johnson. That's what we've truly, truly done, <laughs> which is 
I prefer Jamal Crawford even. I don't know why I'm low. This I should stop being so low. I got to give him a chance here. Um, With Tyler Johnson? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, you are you are low. I, I never Tyler like Johnson. get low on people, and all of a sudden, I, was just, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Um, uh, prove me wrong, Tyler. Um, so more of what Sean Marks is saying. So there are they are looking at other roster spots like they do have more flexibility as it, as crazy as it is that they could just immediately sign two veterans of this esteem they still have room to make moves possibly justin anderson and that they're still looking at centers we had previously talked about via mark stein's reporting that um they're looking at amir johnson which now the Amir johnson signing looks like more and more stable as the day goes on <laughs> <laughs> like um, that is a nor- that's a normal signing. Did um, did Boogie Cousins like sort of unofficially retire? Did that happen? Or, or retire from the season? I mean, so someone tweeted at us. Yeah, and, where did I get that from? And I did not investigate that, but that Boogie had said that he's not going to Orlando because he's still rehabbing. You know, he can still be rehabbing from injury. And I do want to say, I saw this one data point in. So J.C. Treader is the center for the Cleveland Browns meaning he's a football center, not a basketball center. And he also happens to be the president of the NFL Players Association. And J.C. Treader came out with a long blog post earlier this week, basically calling the NFL like liars and that the NFL doesn't truly care about players' health because they're doing this, this, and that. And what Treader said in the post was that in the long layoff for the NFL during the lockout season, and I think it was 2012, um, meaning... The season ended, they had no practices, and then they went right into training camp. There was a big increase in Achilles injuries and hamstring injuries. And seeing that, I was like, okay, you know, I think we've got enough nails in this coffin for why KD made the right decision for not coming back. But that's just another small nail to be in that coffin that, like... Thank God Kevin Durant that's, didn't come that's back. That's your coffin, Mike. That's the coffin. Yeah, I'm living you, in the coffin. <laughs> that you are inside of. I'm I'm Uma Thurman yeah. in Kill Bill, <laughs> in the, it, punching that wooden coffin yeah. as much as I can. With those baloney fists of yours. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. That is so, don't make me bring out a you mama those, joke again. Those Taylor a Ham, you mama joke, those pork by the way. Roll <laughs> loafs. <laughs> pork roll, okay, Jersey. Um Oogie yeah, Oogie. so I thank God if Kevin Durant was playing, I would be so my anxiety level if all these nets were dropping out, but yet KD was committed to play, I would be I would I would be so terrified that KD would get hurt in this scenario. Um so yeah, I give me your thoughts on do are you excited about Jamal Crawford, Brian? Does do do you or do you think is Jamal the one that you're like, I don't know why they did that. I get Beasley, but I don't know why they did Jamal Crawford. Um, I've moved on and I'm now just like deep in the DeMarcus Cousins basketball reference. Um, I really do wonder what's going to happen there with that dude. Cause like there hasn't been, he didn't fall off when he came back. Um, 2018, 2019. Yeah. I really wonder what it's going to look like and what he's going to go, what is, what that contract is going to be when DeMarcus Cousins comes back. Sorry. That's like a complete, this is not relevant to anything we've been talking about. Well, I think it's unfortunate (laughs) I, I, did he ever get that second big contract? Like the, you know, he got, a, we got one max deal. Um, and he was on the verge of getting another one before going to golden state, right? Like he was, then he got hurt when he was with new Orleans and then he signed for a $5 million deal with golden state. He signed with the Lakers this off season. And then going into next season, 
there's not going to be any money on the cap. So he's going to sign for another minimum deal, uh, probably in play for a bad team. So he's already tried to join two good teams before on basketball reference. It does have the salaries though. It doesn't mention the Los Angeles Lakers one, which I'm wondering if because he got waived, it wasn't guaranteed or something. I don't know. We'd have to look at that. Um, because that's not on there, but that doesn't sound right. Um, Anyways, but yeah, no, he only had the one uh, from from 2014 to 2018. He had he was getting like 13 mil at, in his low years and 18 mil in the high years, which is like compare like in that in that era, that's not crazy money for the kind of numbers that he was putting up. Um, I mean, it's obviously a ton of money, but um, based on what other people were getting, like especially right there, 2015, like he just got in right after that, like basically 50 percent increase in in cap. Um, he, it's like a millennial uh, earnings from, you know, <laughs> sorry, never mind. Anyways, it's not good. Um, and he could have made a lot, a lot more money. And I, and it makes me think that he's going to go and, and try to play a lot longer. Um, he needs he to play. Yeah. But that's the thing. He, his market is going to be, it's going to be just like, can he be a minimum signing for a contender team? Or does he go to the worst team in the league and try to just like score buckets for a year? And what is that going to prove? You know, like, I think the book on DeMarcus is that he's a selfish player in some way, right? So, like, by going to a bad team, he has tried to do the right thing. He went to the Warriors. And remember how, like, crucial he was in the finals? That Remember when, when KD was out and Clay was out? Like, DeMarcus, he had that quarter where he was kind of devastating. And then it just slid. He had one game where it was good and everyone's getting excited. And then he went away and then he tried to go for the Lakers this year and got hurt again. Um, and so he's going to have to go to another good team. Maybe it's here in Brooklyn. I don't know for sure. Anyways. Yeah. We, it's, <laughs> that's probably, it's that's probably so not going to happen. And that was a long aside. Uh, but the, who do we actually think is going to, is it just Amir Johnson? Are you just preparing yourself to hear about the Amir Johnson news? Yeah. And well, so I'll, let's say this. If, if let's say Marx's bra- brain has broken and he decides I'm going to get the most exciting guys. I don't know who the center prospect equivalent is of Jamal Crawford. Is it like Larry Sanders? Yeah, Remember? it is Larry Sanders. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, it is Larry Sanders. Bring him back. Is he wanting to come back? Remember he had that whole thing about why I left? Let's see. I mean, let's get him out of here. Joe Johnson is playing right now in the basketball tournament. I'm pretty sure he's playing right now. It's like, he. let's just... I mean, Joe Johnson is the most fun signing because it feels... It, it's like such a good harken back to the Nets. Yeah, Joe Joe Johnson's playing on the overseas elite team. You know what's um, what's troublesome SEO is that if you put in Larry Sanders twenty twenty, you just get Bernie Sanders twenty twenty as the first. Come on, Larry, what are you doing? Where's your where's your digital footprint? Yeah, I it, to just to kind of put a pin on it, and then maybe you know we can go. But it is it, I seriously have to question what's going on with the Nets and their management at this point. You know, because old Sean Marks, the Sean Marks that I knew, the man I fell in love with, wouldn't have made these deals. And I'm not saying that these deals are bad, but he would not have made, uh, he would not have signed a 40-year-old Jamal Crawford for eight games and then plus playoffs. And he wouldn't have signed Michael Beasley for three regular season games and then playoffs. Like, it doesn't make sense. Sure. It is a tryout, but I don't know what you're really getting out of that tryout. That is the only argument that makes any sense that 
you know, the Nets are just using this end of season tournament, the end of season eight games as a tryout to see, you know, who could fit on the roster next year. But it's not that good of a one. Um, it it also throws away this season if you're trying out veterans to see if they fit. Um, but you can't tank because the Wizards are going to be so bad. I I There's something going on. <laughs> At Barclays, or not at Barclays, but at the the practice facility in Sunset Park. And I think it's he's being co-opted by the influences of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I think that is a clear thing that is happening. No matter what he says, he is (laughs) doing that. And I think that is informative (laughs) if we want to think about which coach is going to be hired. It will all be based around whether Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant like that person, as it should. But that is the decision that will be made. As we sign off, do you want to know where Larry Sanders is today? Please. Big three. Got drafted third overall in uh, in last year's big three he, draft behind. He, he's ready to ball. Royce White and Chris Johnson. Um, remember Royce White? Both Love of those guys Royce are suffering White. from anxiety. It's nice to see these guys um, getting back out there, getting over those hurdles. I loved Royce White. Yeah. Love that game. He, that video about him like having a panic attack during the draft like made me die inside. I felt so bad for that dude. Brutal. I know. Brutal affliction. Um, on that note, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> any any other news bits, articles? We've we've gone. We've done our 30, 28 minutes. Um, no, that's it. I think it's fair. I think this is this is what this pod was, which is like. Kind of crazy that these guys are on the team. I could give you more analysis of how they'll really help, but who knows? Mm. I don't know. I still need to know the mission statement for these Brooklyn Nets heading into Orlando. It doesn't feel like winning is on the mission statement. Mm. It feels like memes. fun. Memes are on the table for sure. That's, <laughs> it's, it doesn't it make it more fun though. Oh, a hundred percent. Like if to be the problem is like it's it's only so much fun to watch like Chris Chioza's growth in the aggregate of like many games, just like having 12 games to see like them just get like completely blown out and thrown out the door. Like no, no disrespect. I I love like watching those guys and have been watching lots of Nets players develop over the years. Frankly, I'm sick of watching guys develop. I'm ready to watch some memes, Mike. I'm ready to get some, some Beasley's out there. The one thing that we are missing is like a, a like a, a Gerald green dunker. On that's the that's really the last thing that I want. Gerald Gerald Green's available. There you go. Hey, Sean, are we we talking? Let's get this going. So, well, but he says uh, he was drawing interest from multiple teams, but it decided uh, not to play due to family reasons. There's a childbirth in his family in August. What an excuse. Come on. What an excuse. Go convenient. I'll try childbirth. (laughs) Gerald. (laughs) Gerald, just come to Orlando real quick. We're, Michael Beasley's barely playing any games for the Nets, but yet he's being rostered and he's quarantining. Just come to Orlando, play some games, go yeah. out, have the baby. All right. Well, who's the other dunker? We'll figure it out. Chris Wilcox. What's he doing? <laughs> I'm going to keep dropping Chris Wilcox in here. Sean Kilpatrick. No, yeah. Not a dunker. No. no. Can't dunk. But cool. Can't, can't jump over a candlestick. Love Sean, but vertically impaired. Um, Mike, do we need or want five stars, would you say? Um, we only want five stars. If you give us uh, below a five star rating, I w- I will find you. I have a particular set of skills, and I will find you. My favorite is going and seeing like the the now and again those like a one star, and it'll be about a take 
like a specific take like there's one in there that's just like languishing about like something insane about like Kyrie Irving was like like the Celtics they're like you guys are being biased like the Celtics are gonna suck balls this year and Kyrie wasn't the problem that gave us one star (laughs) (laughs) all right now that's there forever what do I do with that noted yeah noted (laughs) yeah anyways five stars why don't we need a mic um I had a blast and I can't wait till we do this again